We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thank you for tuning in to hang out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Wake Forest preview. We'll let you know what we think about the 19th-ranked Wake Forest Demon Deacons coming into the Dome. This Saturday afternoon, late afternoon, 3.30. We will also take a look at some of the goings-on in the ACC quickly before we start that because there wasn't a ton in Coach's presser going into Wake Forest, and obviously we've hit all the news that there was to be. can Can we talk about something? Can we just nail something in, though? What? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. What's what's that mean? Go on. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say this whole Taj Harris thing, right? Why are we talking about Taj Harris again? Well, because ever since he transferred, and I mean, even I've even seen it the last couple of days. There's still that whole just the hate comments and you know, good riddance and da 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 da. Oh, I, I haven't just, been I, paying attention to any of that. I and I hate to see that, you know. And um, you know, Syracuse.com reported today. That since he's put his name as a transfer portal, which has been two days, he's already received offers from Mississippi State, Kentucky, Utah, and Western Kentucky. So, um, again, he's going to go to a good school in a place where he's going to get an opportunity to, to, to do what he wants to do. And I just don't know why, uh, as Syracuse fans, we just can't put a nail on it. What do you mean? As far as just stop talking about it, just let him be on his way. He made his decision. Yes, yeah, why well, I thought we. I thought why, we. Yeah. Why are we still? Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I go on social media very quickly during and after the game, and that's pretty much it. Um, we did put a. We did put a. Uh, we did put a. Or I did put a tweet out asking for people's thoughts, and it was. Either however you want to look at it, either it was brutally honest or it was completely negative. And so we didn't go over it because I didn't, fe- in good conscience, feel okay doing it. So I get that, but I didn't know it was still lingering. Or if yeah. It, so it okay, well, There's that's fandom. Salty, uh... Well, that's fandom. 
Okay? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's fandom. And unfortunately, at the collegiate level, they're gonna be, those kids are going to be exposed to that. And that is not to say that I think it's okay. And it's not to say that um, I condone it or I think it's funny. But there's no way to stop it. But absolutely. Um, you know, I heard he's leaning towards Mississippi State. That's what I heard from my brother-in-law. He's the one that told me that today, so I did hear that. But, um, you know, like we said, whatever he decides to do is best for him. We wish him luck. And that's how that's our stance. That's our golden rule here at the Q's Militia is that, you know what, maybe it wasn't a good fit. We wish him the best. And um, I think he's going to find himself in a place where he's going to be able to thrive more, and I root for that. He's had his issues. And I think when fans get salty, they're going back in the past and bringing up some stuff that he's done throughout his time at SU. So, um, you know, there's been plenty of guys to leave where they didn't face the kind of comments that Taj faced. Right? Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Before we get into everything, first I want to tell you about the Spotify Green Room app, guys. Okay. You knew it was coming. I go to the iOS or Android store. I and get there and download the app today, Joe. All you need is a user. It's free for crying out freaking loud. It's free. All you need is a username and password and email address. Go there. Follow us at the Cuse Militia Show. You can sign up for notifications. You get notified when we go live on the app. You can discuss. Uh, you can discuss what we're talking about inside the chat room there, or you can request to speak, like some do. Some brave souls like Dominic coming on here and talking. Talking and talking, and we love Dominic for that. So, but but hey, you can do it too. All you gotta do is get on there, iOS or Android store, download the app today, sign up. It's free. Follow us at Cuse Militia, and you don't have to just follow us. You can do whatever you want. You guys know this. I've I've told you a hundred times. You can follow other people. You can start your own thing. So, bada bing, bada boom. All right. Uh, you don't know let, about the Let's Go Brandon chant, Joe. Okay. Wow. Disappointed. That's fine. You'll have to look it up later. All right. All right. Uh, okay. I will. You yeah, stop sure. reading hate tweets to Taj Harris and go look that up. How about that? Okay. How about that? How about that? Okay. Um, all right. When we look across the ACC, Joe, we see... Uh, a mess. A, an absolute freaking, like, snot factory. This is like, all right... We know who the good teams are, right? We know who the kind of crappy teams are. And then there's a bunch of stuff in the middle that is uh, really hard to figure out. So um, Wake Forest coming in, 19th ranked. Wake Forest coming into the Dome. We'll deal with that one later. Pittsburgh, they, they are, um, I believe they are, yeah, they're, they've, they've scored the most points in the ACC. And they're just absolutely killing it. Yeah. 262 points so far in the ACC, and their offense is absolutely on fire. And it sh- as well it should be, and as well as Wake Forest's should be too, and we'll get into all that. But um, when you look at when you look at the uh, Atlantic Conference, right? So we know Louisville's good, right? We we just got beat by Florida State, but 
you know, at the end of the day, should have, would have, could have had that game, I suppose. Uh, mm. Boston College is pretty good, but they're sitting at the bottom, right? Because they've lost one AC. They're zero and one. They they is Clemson. Yeah, and um, and there's a couple of us still. Miami Duke, Virginia Tech, Pitt as well, all playing one game. NC State, um, all have played one game. So we're gonna see this shuffle out here pretty soon, and we're getting into it this week. It's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be pedal to the metal ACC play, Joe. So let just um, as far as the Atlantic conference goes um we're gonna really get to see what su has this weekend against wake forest but i still think this early in the season it's a lot in the air obviously clemson isn't who they were and struggled right uh they Mm -hmm. they've struggled in a couple games lost a couple games and i guess it's for everybody's for the taking wake forest is at the top and they've got to um they got to hold that spot and i think they can i think they're that good yeah yeah, well, they just, I mean, it's a situation where you wa- you walked into it in this year and you thought, okay, Clemson, North Carolina, ACC championship, we'll walk away, right? Yeah, that's another and, surprise is UNC. Right, so, but when you look at the way that it's laid out and how people played each other, I mean, really, Wake Forest is going to be the game, to me, perfect, per- personally honest. Um, obviously, NC State, they're undefeated, they beat Clemson, but they've only played one game. Um, so realistically, the Atlantic Coast is just wide open. Boston College was they were four and zero before they went to Clemson, and probably should have won that game last week. And that's how close they are. And that's with a backup quarterback because Jerkovic got hurt early. Um, obviously, Florida State, we've seen them, we've seen what they've you know done, but Louisville still out there, um, and we know that they're a do, tough team. Do we do we know really who's really like the the goo in the middle? Do we really know what's going not on really. there? Right. No, not really. And that's that's really the thing is I can see Florida State being good enough to beat some of these teams, but um, you know, between Wake Forest, NC State, Clemson, Louisville, Boston College, uh, all those teams seem pretty good to me. And it really just depends on where us and Florida State are going to fall in as well. As far as if we're going to be competitive, um, Wake Forest is three and zero in the ACC and five and zero overall, and they're really the team um, obviously right now. That uh, you know, Clemson would love us to help them out and uh, and, and get a loss, but everything's still up in the air. Uh, you look at the coastal, Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh, and on top of that, because they're both one or no. Um, but North Carolina, they've already lost two ACC games, um, and realistically, I still see North Carolina getting it together. Uh, Virginia Tech will lose some games. Pittsburgh, they their only loss is to a random one to Western Michigan, which tells me that they'll probably lose a random one and then. That, that division will probably come down to the North Carolina-Pittsburgh game. And then realistically, you're talking about, um, you know, the winner between, well, really, I can't say that, but right now it's looking like the winner between Wake Forest and NC State. This is the one thing with these teams is, especially in, in some of these schools, um, you know, you get a couple injuries and, and you're done. You know, Wake Forest, they lose Sam Hartman. Um, I don't know who exactly they have behind him, but I'll bet you that they're, he's not as good as him. Um, they have a bunch of super seniors, and um, it's just a situation where uh, as long as they stay healthy, they look like they kind of have the lead to me. So that's why this week is just a big game, and I'm actually surprised that it's only a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, they've only played one game on the road, but it was Virginia, and they won by 20. So realistically, I'm looking at um, – they, I mean, right they got two freshmen behind Hartman. Right. So, I mean, right now you're talking about – I mean, it's looking like a Wake Forest-Pittsburgh – uh, ACC championship, but I wouldn't be surprised if 
you know, but between the Atlantic beating each other up and uh, I, like I said, I think the Coastal is going to come down to that game between uh, Pittsburgh and North Carolina. So well, something to pay attention to. Oh, by, by the way, Wake Forest been playing. Um, they got Army later on, and that's pretty much it. They're playing. They're playing all ACC after that. Um, but Syracuse Army, but they've beat Florida State, Virginia, and Louisville in a row. And the least amount of points that they've scored in the whole year so far has been 35. So, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they got a pretty high powered offense. We're, we'll talk about that. And then, you know, you look at, you look at Pitt, who's, I, I had, Pitt, you know, we play Pitt, I think it's the last game of the season, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yeah. Um, so that could be good or bad or indifferent. I have no yeah, idea. They look good. I mean, one, another thing to look at, too, which, um, I mean, it doesn't go against the actual, like, ACC, you know, conference play, so to speak. But Notre Dame still plays Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Virginia, Georgia Tech. So uh, Pittsburgh kind of, like, lucks out on that one. Um, as Notre Dame still has four teams that they're going to play from the Coastal Division. So, um, and I don't say that because it's going to go against their their uh, record in the ACC. I just say that because after what is usually normal non-conference play, um, in the middle of conference play, you got a, a team like Notre Dame, who's you know traditionally been in the the playoff college football playoff conversation. Uh, coming in or you're going there and playing them and uh, playing a team like that on a random week when you're in the middle of the uh, the conference schedule sometimes uh throws throws you for a, for a loop or sometimes injuries yeah. happen so that'd be one thing to look for as far as coastal i'd say if there's one thing that pittsburgh's got an advantage on um with all those teams is that north carolina's already got two losses and that they, they don't play against uh, notre dame like they do right virginia tech's got notre dame next notre dame ranked 14th currently so we're going to yeah. get, kind of get to see because, you know, Virginia Tech, they had that win over UNC at the, in the first game of the year, but Middle Tennessee, West Virginia, and Richmond um, losing to West Virginia were their, were right. their last three games. So yeah. we're going to get and to of course, see. Of course, Clemson has a bye the week before we play them. Of course they do. <laughs> but we'll get to see uh, what Virginia Tech is made of when they face uh, Notre Dame this weekend at 7.30, which is fun. That should be a fun game. So yeah, and th- and At Virginia Tech? Yeah, at Virginia Tech. So, all right. Okay, Joe. Here it is. Uh, the Orange is going to host 5-0, 3-0 in ACC Demon Deacons this Saturday afternoon at 3.30, as I mentioned. A chance to take down a 19th-ranked team in the country and possibly even up at 1-1 one one in the ACC. You've got Sam Hartman. These, these names... Um, just ring familiar, and there's a reason. Uh, Sam Hartman, Christian Beal Smith, Jakari Roberson, and Luke Matcherson, they're your team leaders. Um, basically, what we have is pretty high-powered offense, like I said, with Hartman at the helm. Their total offense is good enough for 30th in the country, 444 yards a game, averaging six yards a play. Sam Hartman's 25th in the country with his 1,285 yards passing. The good news is Syracuse is 14th in the country in passing yards allowed at 167 a game. So um, that's a you know that's going to be a fun matchup to watch or a frustrating matchup to watch. Wake is not as run heavy as Syracuse, but they do favor the run by, I think the margin was like 60 plays or something like that. Wake Forest rushing attack is 41st in the country. They total 930 yards so far, four and a quarter yards a carry. 
Uh, Syracuse, by the way, just for the record, is 21st with 5.2 yards of carry, just over 1,100 yards. So Syracuse is going to have to put up points, and we're going to see the, the RPO get established, and the play action stuff is going to have to get established, and but the execution is going to have to be what is going to ca- carry Syracuse and, and Garrett Trader through if, they're gonna, if they think they can pull this off. Wake Forest is giving up 113 yards on the ground uh, every game so far. It's close to four yards of carry. Um, now, with that said, knowing the glaring issues that we still have in the passing game, many aren't sold yet. Uh, the Demon Deacons are 101st in the nation in passing yards allowed with 253 a game. So just over seven yards of completion, which is another favorable stat. I mean, if you're into stats, that's a favorable one. So the, the game is going to be a good gauge for everything as far as Syracuse goes on offensive defense, defensive end, Joe, a lot of veteran players make up this wake forest team. And it's pretty much who they are this year. It's an older team, veteran team. Um, they're second in the ACC in points scored, like I mentioned. Um, so offensive execution, critical defense, critical. Um, and this will be a huge test for the orange. And if they could manage a way to win this game at home, it would be obviously a statement win of the past three years. Oh yeah. This is a team. When you look at the defense, I mean, I'm looking at the names all over the place and I just recognize all of them. I know, I know that's that I read, the thing. <laughs> I read something, I read something um, earlier this year that I think, you know, we, we talked about Syracuse and our super seniors with, you know, the five, what five or six that we have or some, I believe they I have believe it's five. Yeah. Yeah. Wake, Wake Forest has 11 on top of the fact that, you know, uh, Clawson's been there. Coach Clawson's been there for a long time, so he's got his stuff in place. Uh, they have that unique running game that they always use against us, and, and certain teams where they can kind of control the line of scrimmage. Um, as much as you look at the receivers, and they got three receivers that have what nineteen, twenty, and twenty-two re- receptions respectively, all have over two hundred fifty yards, and they each have at least two touchdowns. Um, they still rush the ball more. And yeah. they have three running backs that average over four yards carry, and they have what, eleven rushing touchdowns and eleven passing touchdowns. So they're a very um, balanced. Balance. Even although they they run more, they're they're a balanced offense as far as the way they score. And uh, again, I mean, I, I see these names. I I, I notice almost I recognize almost every single one of them. So it's not going to be easy to stop them. We're obviously going to need uh, some plays to go our way. They also. I, th- I believe to have seven interceptions and six uh, fumble recoveries. So 13 turnovers in five games isn't too shabby as well. So uh, um, Hartman's only thrown two interceptions to just to the effect, you know, um, but as you said, I mean, the one key thing, I guess, Joe, I mean, is getting to the quarterback. He's not exactly stellar outside the pocket he's more of a pro he can move a little quarterback bit. yeah he can move a little bit but he's not doing a, a whole lot on the ground no um he does have two rushing touchdowns though but no yeah well and that's the thing is is you want to look at him and you want to say like oh well, who did they play you know old dominion norfolk state you know virginia some some teams down your way right but like how good are those but they were all pretty i mean o- odu 42 to 10 Norfolk State, 41-16. Florida State, who we just played, they beat 35-14. I mean, ODU and Norfolk State are like five blocks from one another, by the way. Nah. <laughs> it's crazy. And then their only, their only road game at Virginia, they won by 20, 37-17. 
they won a close one last week at home to Louisville, which kind of, I think, gives you a little bit of a the sneak preview of, you know, the mush of the Atlantic Conference and what these games are going to be like. But um, if, if and the the other thing too is that in reading some of their stuff, and just you can get a lot of information just by scrolling their Twitter feed or reading their their student stuff or their you know their SB Nation or two four seven stuff. Um, yeah. they're the thing I would say like fans and some of the writers would be, um, the weakest spots for the demon deacons is probably having to do with their defense. So, you know, oh, well. I mean, it's just, you know, I just don't know how much our offense is going to be able to expose their defense. I guess that's going to be my battle to watch. I mean, we're going to have to score points. I'm not real worried about our defense. Of course, Wake Forest is going to score. And they can do it quick. And they've got a lot of talent to do it. And they can wear us down, too, if they want to. Which is the one thing I'm afraid of with our defense is getting wore down with all the running. But Mm -hmm. um, I think our defense can hold strong as long as we can keep them off the field. This is going to be one of those situations. So moving the ball and putting up up points for Syracuse is going to be more crucial this game than last game or against Liberty or uh, Rutgers, any of that. Yeah, well, and they're pissed off because they knew they won. They they knew they should have won that last game. And uh, I don't think, especially when you look at – I I watched the, the presser yesterday with Dino. And when someone said something or asked him something about, like, you know, the um, attitude in the locker room or the feelings in the locker room or whatever, um, you know, he gave an answer as, as, as like he normally does. Like, oh, I'm not going to speak for my players. You can ask right. them if you, you want. You can ask them Tuesday. But there was but there was a little bit of that. Like, it was like you could tell with the way he said it that these these players aren't down. Like, that these players are well, ready to go. Yeah. They're upset that yeah. they lost the game. And now you're coming home, and you got a team like Wake Forest, five and zero, nineteenth in the country, underdogs again. And uh, I mean, we're still three and two. We're still right there. Uh, you know, we're right there. We're th- what? Oh, and one. We got one. Oh, and one in the ACC, right? So we have all the time in the world to 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 write this ship. Uh, meanwhile, you know, you got to look at some of you know Wake Forest, and obviously they're an older team and stuff. But sometimes teams that aren't used to winning like this and being where they are sometimes they run into certain issues right like you always hear about trap games right or teams getting a little too comfortable or looking ahead looking ahead right? yeah and and just looking at, at at their schedule right now i mean you know they went five and oh just beat a, a tough game beat the louisville team at home by three last minute field goal or last second field goal you know tough game and now you come back. Now you got to travel to Syracuse, and you're going to play in a loud house, and you have a, a bye next week. You know, uh, I mean, you're probably on cloud nine while we're five and zero. Oh, that's when you start to get that confidence of like, oh, I mean, maybe we're better than you know we might think we are. And when you look at their their record, their schedule as well, after their bye week at Army and home against Duke, which again should be two wins. But when you look at the last four at North Carolina. Home against NC State at Clemson and at Boston College. Their last four games are gauntlets, and that's going to be their season on whether or not they make the ACC championship or not. But you never know when a team thinks that they're better than what they are, and you look and you say, okay, well, we got Syracuse, Army, Duke, so we can coast. We got to get ready for these next four, right? And sometimes that's when you slip up. So right now, you're talking about 
them at home playing a tough game, now having to travel up north, going to the Loud House, and they got to buy next week. So there could be that whole you know mental capacity of you know a team maybe overlooking a, a team or or looking towards next week because they just played a tough game and they think they got this one in the bag and they're just trying to get to that bye week at six and zero. Yeah, uh, back to the um, quickly. Coach, I listened to that too, Coach, uh, getting asked about what the feels were in the locker room. I mean, is there any doubt? The team went 1-10 last year. I never saw it, right? I mean, obviously they're disappointed. They're hurting in the locker room, but they never – I never really – you never really saw We it. talked about uh, that. Yeah, it was never an issue with them. They, they're pretty resilient, man, and they know they have a chance. Every game we've played, in the two losses, I should – obviously point out we had a chance to win those games right well i mean you look at the last two or three years the only time i've looked at a team not like they quit but maybe weren't in it in it is when they get to the point where they're like not bowl eligible anymore right well then you then you see a different kind of thing where you start it's pretty it was pretty quick last year (laughs) it was pretty quick last year but last year was a different kind of year where we were playing a whole bunch of young guys and um, it was a different kind of, of year last year. I don't even want to count that year, to be perfectly honest with you. But yeah, well. um, for the most part, we haven't seen Babers' teams um, quit, at least not like from the beginning of the game, right? Right, yeah, no, without a doubt. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be a huge test. The next, I mean, I, we, we talked about it uh, Sunday. Right. You know, w- Wake Forest, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Louisville, NC State, Pittsburgh to finish the year. I mean, that's freaking brutal. Mm. You know, the only I mean, thing yeah. the only thing that's missing there is Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, and we and we, you know what? This year we might not make a bowl, but I'm looking at it as a situation of of getting better, better than where you were last year, right? But also being every game. Like, what year have we been in the ACC where we were in every game? There's always those random one or two games, maybe at the end of the year when we're not bowl eligible, albeit, but where it's just some ridiculous score because, you know, it's kind of mailed in in the second half. We get tired. We know we're not bowl eligible. Usually there is a game in the ACC, at least one or two, where we just, and I'm not talking Clemson, gets smoked. And that's kind of what I'm looking for. Boston College two two years ago. Mm -hmm. Remember that? In the Dome. Yeah, Pittsburgh's done it, yeah. Wake Forest, I believe, did it last year. So, um, and this is going to be a very similar team to what we played last year. Uh, they got their revenge from the Trill Williams steal in overtime two years ago, and they beat our butts last year. And um, I don't know. I just, like I said, I want to be in every game. I want to be in fourth quarter within single possession, playing every team hard. Because to me, that's whether you win or lose, you'll win some of those games, right? But even if we get to six, uh, if you play every game like that and you're in every game, um, then to me that just shows a different kind of um, – it, it shows a jump. We pretty because much – It says one thing to be in a, a couple games here and there, but you get your butt kicked by you know three or four other teams in the ACC. But if you can make it a game every single game and be in it, then that, t- that says something a little bit different. We pretty much lost last year 38-14 to 14 against Wake Forest for what it's worth. So um, – Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty pretty much. M- we pretty much did. So yeah, well, it's pretty much a butt kicking. Yeah, so it's going to be a fun game. The best part of these games for me is really getting a good look at where Syracuse is at, just 
in general. And for this to be the sixth game of the season, I mean, after this game, we're halfway through the year. And for it mm-hmm. to be in the middle of the season um, when we really need to turn it on, I feel pretty good about it. Um, the, the, you know, I did hear um, rumblings about the Dome selling a lot of tickets. So I expect a bigger crowd there for this game. Obviously a big game, ranked team coming in. And I'm going to be there. That's going to be... Are you going? Yeah. Okay, so Joe's going to be there. Um, it's going to be... It's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy there. And I think that's obviously going to play a huge factor in any success that they're going to have on defense, which is exactly what they need. So, um, yeah, guaranteed loss. I mean, you'll probably hear it in the Sunday night <coughs> podcast. I'll try to do my best to get the. Uh, if you don't make it, I'm going to have to get a co-host in here. I can't be pushing. The, I can't be pushing the podcast off. Look, look, I'm going to make it. I just don't know if my voice is going to. That's all. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I haven't been to the Dome in like three years. I haven't been there since it's been renovated. I haven't either. I haven't been there in two years. Pretty, pretty big, uh, pretty big game. So yeah, big game. Big, big. Um, It's huge. Okay, Joe, let's revisit our picks from last week. Obviously, we both picked Q's and they lost. So no negative five bonus points on that end. Um, I think Tyler, mm. Tyler was in on this one too. Let's just give his two. Let's give his first. He had twenty-eight to seventeen. That's a that's a difference of eighteen. He had those both up. Okay. Uh, mm. You had twenty-four twenty-three, which was a really good. It was a really good guess. I really liked it. I was a little jealous of it when you did it. Uh, a difference of sixteen. Um, I had thirty-one twenty-eight. That's a, it's a difference of six. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, and good you, for you. And you, and you. And you had me. And you, oh, good yeah, for, for you. you. Yeah. Uh, so, and you had me, you had me uh, double guessing my, uh, my scores being a little high, but, you know, ended up working out. So, for the year, I'm three and two, Joe's two and three, and Tyler is 0 and one. So, Sorry, that, that means, that means we do this week's. So, Joe. 19th rake, 19th rake team coming in. I already have mine, so I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to do mine first. Okay. Um, right. Look, it's not... Um, it's not... I don't know. I... How do I say this? <laughs> I'm a little worried about this game. I'm a little worried about it. Uh, I mean, obviously, with with the success that that Wake Forest has had. Although I do think, you know, a loss is inevitable for them. And why not Syracuse, right? So, I mean, that's kind of how I think of it. But I'm trying to win a contest here too. So at some point I've got to put my I've got to put my heart aside and just be be real about it, okay? That's that's okay. where I, that's where I was going. No. 35-24 Wake. And um I hope I'm wrong, plain and simple. I mean, I'll take, I'll take the, uh, I'll gladly take the loss in, in, um, in our little battle we have going on here, Joe, for a win. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So don't be DMing me. Don't at me about my fan loyalty and all that stuff, please. Okay. I'm just trying to be realistic here. Joe. Yeah. Yes, sir. What? Do you got? I'm gonna go. I do not know why uh, this pen 
<laughs> doesn't write either, by the way. But go ahead. You're going to go what? Um, I'm going to go 34-32 Syracuse. Really? I have to go with my heart because I'm going to be there. <laughs> I can't in good conscience. See, here's the do thing. What I want to do. You ever do? You ever do the old the, the old trade off deal? I'm like, all right, look, man. You know, exactly. Like to your point. I was gonna go like, 35. What, what did you wait, go? What did you go? I, I'm trying to find a working pen. What did you go? 34. What? 34. 30. 34. 32. Syracuse. Okay. Um. You know, like you said, you know, I want them. I'm going to Blacksburg. It's going to be my first time in Blacksburg. So you'll pick them to win? Yeah, I want them to win that game more than anything this year. You know, mm-hmm. I will do the trade-off of losing this big game if I could make a deal and win yep. the game in Blacksburg. That would be yep. huge to me. So, no, dude, that's what was going on in my head. Okay. I'm thinking, like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be at the game, and in my head I'm thinking... How loud and crazy is that place going to be? If they with win, like a fumble or an interception, or we end up winning, yeah. And that's what I want to experience. Yeah, absolutely. So next time I'm going to be able to make it up to the dome. So you know, yeah, yeah, we do we do football games more than we do basketball games. I haven't been to a basketball game in a minute. By the way, well, I mean that's you. Last time I went to a basketball game was like Dylan's. 12th birthday, I think. No, 13th. No, Damn. 11th birthday. Well, he's only 14. So well, I've invited you to all of them, but I mean, I pretty much go to every football and basketball game that's at NC State or Wake Forest. I mean, I could probably make a I could probably make a basketball game up here, up this way. It's getting to Syracuse yeah. that's kind of hard. Yeah. The, the, getting to North Carolina for me is just a, 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 a will of is what's what's going on that weekend at home? Is my wife working? Do I got to bring like three kids in myself because the wife's working? Like that's all. Those are all f- factors I have to take Thank into good, consideration. Yo, but I just bought a house. I got a yard, dude. Tents, camping. Oh, I could just I could just drop uh, Kira off over there, and she could play with Avery, and then um, oh. me, you, Cole, and Dylan would go. Okay. You do that. Okay. I'm um, just saying, and you know, no, that all depends on the weekend. But I mean, we can make plans. But I'm just saying, like, I got room now to where, you know, we can just throw the kids in the yard and some tents and call it a day. Yeah, put some leashes on them, just tie them up, and we'll go. <laughs> Come ah, back. I got a fence. <laughs> okay. Go too far. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Um, I was the I was the first uh, defector. Uh, unfortunately, it's my first pick without. It. By the way. By the wake. By the way, Freudian slip <laughs> there. Freudian slip. I did, and you can see it here. I don't know if you can see it or not. Camera's kind of far away. But no, your I, pen doesn't work. I do. I did have them winning this game at the beginning of the year. By Dude, the way, there's nothing there. Your pen doesn't work. You already no. Said that. I did this at the beginning of the year, Joe. Before it even started. Oh. See it? No, I don't see it. What's up? Did sure you pick you. it as a win? Yes, I did. I picked it as a win. Why would you do that? It was one of the games I had, had to win. Them it. Winning five games and this was one of them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You didn't do your preseason homework, buddy. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I didn't. I went off of team logos. Yeah, 
Well, so a team logo. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. Oh, yeah. Touche. Yeah. Uh, that is going to do it for us as we ramble on, trying to fill some time for you guys. I'm sorry about that. Uh, look, go Cuse. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully Joe's right. I'll gladly give yes. Joe the win, and uh, that would be fine Thank with you. me. So that's it. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate all of you. For Joe, I'm Sean. Wow. Peace. Joe. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one in the coast guard we think it's all of the above and more but you'll have to find out for yourself visit gocoastguard.com to learn more worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.